Hey, Alex. Hey, Steve. How are you? Good, you? Pretty fucking miserable. Oh, I'm sorry. What happened? I played two quarterbacks in the league and still managed to lose. Oh, that's the worst. It is. And it's like, my guys are like, you mean touchdowns are part of the game? Oh, we're not interested in that nonsense. A three-week streak of one touchdown on the whole team. Ouch. Yeah. Deep and meaningful insight from you, as always. Oh, well, you know, I was, I was projected to win by 30 points at one time, but then I was like, oh, yeah, it's Cam. And I just, like, turned it off because I was like, I'm going to lose. And then Justin Herbert got, like, 55 points. Yeah, I saw Watson had 37 at halftime and then finished with, what, like, 39? Well, it didn't matter. Justin Herbert still got more. <laughs> that defies logic at every turn. Yeah, whatever. Used to it. Fantasy football, am I right? Stupid. It Lucas, is stupid. You broke the you you broke the you broke this train of sadness, right? You got the win. I did get the win. And I'm, I'm a little I'm I'm trying not to take offense to the fact that you always seem to be down and not in a good mood whenever I'm on your podcast. It's it's the stars are aligning all terribly. Oh no, they're aligning just fine, Steve. <laughs> I'm happy with the way that they're aligning. For those of you who can't see because you don't pay for the bonus content, we uh, this is pretty mythical. Alex's background is from our new adopted show, GoBots, but Lucas to not be outdone. Voltron. Oh, and, and original 80s Voltron at that, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. the original, because the blue Mababi becomes a girl after the second or third episode, so you have the, yeah. My background is Halloween decorations. Oh, it really was. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say? You guys ready for 10 for 10? Ready as I'll ever be. The nation? Yep, I'm here. Alex, how's our adopted team? Oh, man, I didn't even check this week. Oh, for the love of God. You're 8 and 2 and don't check. I obsess hey. over my lineup. Hey, when you're 8 and 2, I don't have to worry. You know, my team's got it. It's kind of on autopilot at this mode. As long as I remember to not start people that are on by. Uh, let's take a look. It's loading right Riveting, now. Riveting podcast radio. Well, Do you think is. you won, Lucas? He's on an eight-game winning streak. Uh, well, I see confetti. I won. <laughs> I think it's funny because he pays Adam attention in this league, right? You know, we see him make moves and make roster moves. But there's like a theme with his other leagues because I played him this week in our other other league, <laughs> and it was the same thing. He didn't check his team. You want to know why I know? Because he still had Patrick Mahomes on his bench from the week previous when he was on a bye, and he played Carson Wentz instead. Oh, and he had Kenny Galladay in his starting lineup as well, who, as we all know, was out last week. And I played him. So you want you to know won, how right? that went? Oh, no, I lost by 20. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how you do it. So in, uh, in the other league, I also didn't start Patrick Mahomes. I kept Danny Dimes in, who was on bye. And also my defense was on bye, and I won by 20. <laughs> so That is the best. Maybe I should just not mess with the other team. Yep. No. What to do with you? 
I, uh, it is a dilemma for me. Um, I'm look. I can't quite get a beat on what ESPN is doing. I've got Taysom Hill in my tight end spot, which they said isn't allowed. But by all means, as best I can tell, all it means is I can't make any other moves. But I can leave him in there if I don't do anything. So I think I, I think I've still got the uh, cheat code as long as I uh, am okay not making any other adjustments on my roster. Well, there you go. Sometimes that's what you do. I was two and five, barely made any changes, then went on a three win streak. So sometimes you just got to follow course. Yeah. Those are totally connected. Yeah, that's what you're Okay. I'm just talking about me. <laughs> but so we are nine and two. You said uh, you were a game ahead of the team behind you, uh, a game ahead of the team behind you. Yeah, in the uh, division. So are you still one up with two to go? Let's also take a look. You know, it's it's my fault. I should have warned you that we're going to talk about your adopted team for the eleventh uh, time in twelve episodes. Uh, well, you know, it's you know, yeah. And yeah, I won the division. You clinched. I clinched. Mazel tov. Yep. Killing it. <laughs> Just killing it. Yep. All right. Two. Lucas. Do you have any insight? I am very curious what your missus is going to do in that she's got Lamar Jackson, 15th-ranked quarterback, going up against the first-ranked Pittsburgh Steeler defense in a must-win for her. That's a very good question. And since it's Tuesday, and nobody in this league besides you actually looks at their team this early, I really don't have much insight for you. Um, No, I did not know that. And uh, she does not have another quarterback on her roster that she can play because uh, Drew is on IR. So uh, my guess is that she will keep him in there. Probably the right call. I'm trying to remember who she plays. I should have checked that out. I think it's – is it you, Artie? She plays, she plays Alex this week, yes. J. Um, Dot Allen. That's a big game. J. Dot Allen's back, though. He's refreshed and ready to go. Is he going to find his way to your starting lineup, or are you going to kind of just do the other thing and roll with uh You know what? I'm going to do that now so I don't forget. Hot dog. That's very kind of you. Let's do it. What do you guys think Derek did to piss off the fantasy football gods? Oh, I can tell you. Oh, he please. Picked me, he picked me ninth in the rankings to fall from fourth to ninth last week. Like... He really does not like my team. And then he picked me like every single time up until fourth. So um, I, I, I say Derek's 10th. Are we there yet? Are, are we not doing the No? Oh, okay. <laughs> right, so you think, uh, yeah, you, you don't kind of spit on the commissioner of the league, man. That doesn't go well. <laughs> yeah, because I have the power to determine how well your players play. That's why I, I haven't made the playoffs in eight years. Well, you know, you can puppet master everybody else. You're just working on yourself. I mean, your wife has won two years in a row. Well, I got to make it look like I'm not cheating, you know. Oh, you're on. I get it. What a bad break, though. Like, it has potential keeper, Joe Burrow. And it wasn't just an ACL. Apparently just tore that neat all to Sinan back. Yeah, they're talking he may miss the entire next season. And to, oh, geez, I hadn't heard that part. My word. Well, All right, Joe Mixon. 
What'd you say, Alex? I said that's devastating. Yeah, I mean, that's... That's like a Lions thing to happen, but that tends to happen with our running backs mm-hmm. versus our quarterbacks. They just tend to not be good. Well, speedy recovery, num- speedy recovery number nine. You know, last week we talked about you play Jason, and I wondered out loud, is Jason dead in the water if he loses because of all the tiebreaker scenarios? And maybe not. He's currently eighth, so he's not too far out of the playoffs. So, Lucas, you've run some playoff projections for us. Um, what does uh, what does your research say? How 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 deep a hole is Jason in? Um, a little bit of a of a deep hole there, but the the thing is that everybody at seven through ten is at four and seven right now, right? So um, all the people out of the playoffs are only one game back from getting into the playoffs uh, with two to go, um, and they're chasing me and Alex, right? So. Um, really it comes down to how well did they do against me and Alex so far in terms of tiebreaker scenarios because chances are um, unless they run the table and Alex and I both lose our remaining two games there there's going to be a tiebreaker in there so um, for Jason he does not hold the tiebreakers against Alex or myself um, he lost to Alex in the one no. matchup he played uh, we're one and one Jason and I, uh, he beat me the first time. I just beat him last week. Um, but, uh, thing going against him is he's like sixth overall in points scored. Um, and I'm currently 110 points more than him scored. So if it does go up against me and him, uh, it's head to head record first and then it's points scored next. Uh, so he's got to make up 110 points on me in the next two weeks in order to surpass. He's got some talent, but so do you. So that seems like a hard thing to do. Yeah. But, yeah, I think you're right about all the four and seven teams. So we potentially have a knockout game with Matt and Derek because that loser is going to go to eight. And then uh, I think there's one more to be aware of. Alex and Kelly isn't quite that four and seven brand. But if you can beat, if you can win your game, Alex, and I think we've officially knocked those two out of contention. That would be nice for me. Not Kelly, but nice. You're kind of a nice guy. Would you kind of take a dive just because you don't want to make somebody else sad and lose? No, that's different. Then they, then if they won, they would never know that they actually deserved it. You know? Then it'd be if like, I only I won because someone else let me have it. If you and I ever play for the title, I will not feel bad if you take a dive. I mean, that's it'll be 21-12 at that point because there's just no way that's happening. But just in case... Well, I mean, future collusion opportunity, if you give me the money, I'll dive. <laughs> I think you and I have had to deal with collusion and uh, accusations enough in our past, so we'll leave that alone. <laughs> what? What? What, what are you so talking about? Just take everyone out. Oh, God. <laughs> just... Hey, I, I just like to say we are one week away um, from my prediction and the preseason possibly coming true. So if Kelly yeah. beats Alex, our matchup in the final week of the regular season, me against her, if I beat her, that most likely would knock her out of the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, man. Who's got the – I'm sorry, Alex Kelly, who's got the tiebreaker there? Kelly, probably. Let's be um, honest with each other. You've won more than <laughs> no. you've lost. 
She has not. No, uh, I haven't. Alex and Kelly have not played yet. This oh, is right. their this is their one oh, matchup this matchup, week. That's right. So you have kind of so tell me a little bit more. You've done some projections. What are kind of some of the highlights uh, worth knowing? Um, well, the highlights uh, we have the top three who are in right. Yeah. Uh, Carly, Cam, and Bob are are in. So they're just fighting for the the first round buys. Um, Steve, there is a scenario in which you miss the playoffs. Oh yeah. Um, even though you are two games up um, on seventh place at this point, so um, obviously you're in the driver's seat. Um, but if you lose both of your matchups and you have me this week and Alex next week, um, we can uh, we leapfrog you, and then it goes into tiebreakers, and depends on how how other people do. So, but I if you win one of the next two, you're in. So. I believe some combination of either I have to win one or trifecta of you two and Matt. If just one of you loses a single game, I am in. Because Matt's the only team below us I lose the tiebreaker against head-to-head. Um, yes. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, Matt owns the tiebreaker against you. Um, and then... Matt, the good thing for him is he's ahead on points over Jason, Alex, Kelly, Derek, right? He's, what, number five in points scored? Um, so he's Sounds got that going for him. Yeah. Which is pretty amazing if you think about it. He's uh, made quite a late run here. He was almost out of it. That uh, Dalvin Cook get a hot running back. And uh, last week was just he had – Half his team playing the Jaguars, so that's going to be that's like an that's an auto win right there. But all right, so you're right. So I things are pretty good for me, and then it kind of gets to the murky water. You and Alex control your destiny. Yep, oh, and, as much uh, as we can. Yeah, I mean, we win. We're in right now. If we win both of our matchups, we're in. Right? Yeah. Um, this is this is the way it is right now, but. Like for me, I own tiebreakers against Matt, Derek, um, maybe Kelly if I win. Um, I'm tied with Jason, right? Like we talked about, but I'm I'm way ahead in points. Um, so I'm sitting third in points. Um, only Carly and Bob have scored more. So I'm fine with a, a three-way tie, a four-way tie, because that should put me in. It is going to be a fun test. Every time we think we know the ESPN tiebreaker system, we're going to go to bed Monday night thinking we have it figured out, and then there'll be some wild card thrown at us. Yeah. I think after 14 years, we do finally have it down. All right, so you've run the scenarios. Lucas is, uh, is you may not know this, but Matt versus Derek, losers out, right? Nobody's, uh, nobody's if- making it with eight losses. If Derek loses, he will be officially out. That is correct. Um, there is a small, small path for Derek yet to still get in the playoffs, but he needs a lot of things to happen. One of them being he needs to win out. Um, but then he needs myself, Alex, and Matt to lose both of our final remaining games. Um, so, yes, he's playing Matt this week, so that could be taken care of there, but he ends with Carly. So, um, he needs a lot of help. Last question. Is there any scenario where all six spots are clinched this week? 
Um, let's see. I Well, if you, me, and Alex all win, which can't happen because you and I are playing, um, and the rest of them lose, which can't happen because Matt is playing Derek. All right, so we don't, so no. we can't quite get there. Okay. Nope. All right. We talked briefly about Taysom Hill. Um, so I want to tie this into Alvin Kamara for the next one. Kamara has not got to 50 rushing yards in the last two games and only had one reception in the last game. You think that's a blip on the radar, or does Carly have to worry not to be hyperbolic that Kamara now sucks, but now he goes from being just miles above everybody else to kind of coming back to the field? Yeah, she should be worried. Give them to me. I'll take them off your hands. Well, you better do it in the next <laughs> two and a half hours because this is the trade deadline today. Oh, that's right. Oh, no. No. I mean, Ooh, sure. Just let's make trades. Yeah. All right. What do you want? What do you want, Alex? I don't know. What do you have that's really good? Um, nobody, apparently. Apparently, I don't um, have a running back. Me either. You like Bengals players? I really like dolphins. Oh, I have dog. I have some of those. They seem to make uh, people win matchups. So. Oh yeah, I remember that. I seemed to recall Simon saying that they were probably going to win a game against the dolphins because they were uh, inferior. I remember. Uh, <clears throat> too bad. Uh, who was that again, Lucas? Uh, I don't know. Who got beat by the know. dolphins? I'm, Miami Dolphins. I'm, I'm paying my penance. I picked up the <laughs> dolphin player and I'm starting them. So. <laughs> oh. Welcome to the club. The kicker. Oh, okay. I do think real, th real quick with Kamara, I do think there is going to be a correlation. I mean, this was the first game Michael Thomas was actually good. So I do think that, you know, if targets go to Kamara that, or to Thomas, that means they're not going other places. So the same thing, again, not that he's going to stink, but he might not be leaps and bounds number one the rest of the way. Yeah, they'll probably focus on him a little bit more, right? Breeze is out. If you got Taysom Hill at quarterback, they're going to focus bad. on Kamara. He did not look bad. I don't know if you guys got to watch the game. No, I did not. Um, no. no. I watched the Lions game, and I was so disappointed with football, I didn't watch anymore. 100% honest. I don't even know what to say about the Lions game, except how do we still have that guy as our coach? But I'm going to move on from that. So number seven, we are going to have a little bit of fun. We are going to do a little mini tournament right now. We are going to decide once and for all what is the greatest Thanksgiving dish of them all. Oh, Steve, hey, can I make a change to one of my picks? Yeah. Can I change cookies to Totino's pizza rolls? <laughs> Good Lord. So we are going to do a Thanksgiving tournament. So we've got 16 items here that uh, can be commonly seen, at least at one of our Thanksgiving. So we're not going to go into great detail. We're just going to do rapid fire. I'm going to give you two items. You guys, we're going to take a vote. Which one we like the best? Winner moves on. That is it. All right. Number one, match one, cheesy potatoes versus turkey. Cheesy potatoes, baby. Che cheesy potatoes. Goodbye, turkey. 
Dre- Ooh, powerhouse matchup. Dressing versus mashed potatoes with gravy. Mashed potatoes. Yep. All right. Agreed. Stuffing versus deviled eggs. Stuffing. Stuffing, I guess. <laughs> Cranberry sauce versus Chex Mix. Chex Mix. Oh, Chex Mix. Look at you threw me on that one. I did not think. All right. <laughs> Homemade bread versus Tostino Tostino rolls. Is that am I saying that right? Totino's pizza rolls. Fine. Versus homemade bread. Totino's baby. All the way. <laughs> oh goodness. All right. Homemade all right. Totino's pizza rolls. Add that. Add homemade to it. No. Okay. <laughs> Blueberry cheesecake versus green bean casserole. Oh, cheesecake. Cheesecake. Absolutely, it's cheesecake. You guys are on lockstep. All right, mac and cheese versus crescent rolls. Ooh. I'm going to go crescent rolls. That one is hard. I'm going to pick crescent rolls. I'm I'm going to veto my, my mac and cheese that I put up there. Ham versus sweet potatoes. Mm, sweet potatoes. Ham. I'm going to go with you, Lucas. Ham. All right. Ham versus crescent rolls. Crescent rolls. Yeah. Blueberry cheesecake versus Tostino rolls. Oh, no. That was supposed to be the championship matchup. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go with my cheesecake. cheesecake. Yeah, I have to go with my cheesecake. Ooh. I'm going to go with Luke's cheesecake as well. What? All right. Chex Mix right. versus stuffing. Chex Mix. Stuffing. Yeah, I have to go Chex Mix. What? Yep. Stuffing is good, but um, not, no. I have to go Chex Mix. Yep. Hey, we voted was... turkey out in the first round. It's freaking Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's real. All right. Mashed potatoes and gravy versus cheesy potatoes. Cheesy potatoes. Yeah, we'll go cheesy potatoes. This is the weirdest tournament. (laughs) All right. Chex Mix versus cheesy potatoes. Chex Mix. Cheesy potatoes. Uh, Cheesy potatoes. Blueberry cheesecake versus crescent rolls. Cheesecake. Crescent rolls. Crescent rolls. Yes. Oh, my word. So the ultimate Thanksgiving staple. Of course, it's going to be cheesy potatoes versus crescent rolls. Oh, well, crescent rolls. How about cheesy potatoes within the crescent rolls? No, I'd go cheesy potatoes. And if it was any other type of roll, I'd have gone with you, Alex, but I will go with cheesy potatoes. So as we would all expect, the main Thanksgiving staple is cheesy potatoes. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right. So we, uh, Lucas, you talked about the top three teams, and this is for both of you, but you talked about the top three teams are being locked into the playoffs. Carly has locked her division title up. Cam and Bobby are in more of a fist fight. Cam's got the one-game lead 
and the tiebreaker right now, but he also has to play both Bobby and Carly in his last two games while Bobby gets Jason and Cam. Who's your money on to win the division? Um, I think it's going to come down to that last week. Um, so Carly only has to win one of her remaining games, and she's the number one seed, right? She wins one of the last two, and she's number one. Um, she has to lose both of them uh, for Cam to get a shot. Um, Cam needs to beat Carly to get a chance at number one. Um, and if he if he beats Bobby, he gets number two. Um, well, I'm sorry. I'm reading this totally wrong. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's okay. Um, the question, though, is just Bobby versus Cam. Who's going to get Bobby that and Cam? Yeah, I, I think uh, Cam has the harder road for sure because he's playing the top two teams. Um, Bobby is playing Jason first and then and then gets Cam. So I think uh, I'd have to give the edge to Bobby at this point. Alex? I have no idea. Um, I'd imagine Bobby, right? It's just been so consistent, but I don't know. That's what I'm going to pick. Solid. Yeah. Well, Lucas, we found the formula. After two and a half years of being your biggest fan, I jump ship and you get a win. So you were right all these years. I just need to talk about how bad your team is and you you could become dominant. Can, can I make a request? Can I have uh, Cam and Derek on the show every single week talking smack about my team, please, and saying how I have no running game? And so then both of my running backs get 20 points each and and I win, that would be great. But that's my request. Yeah. You get all the gloating, and it's not... I'm, I'm on ship with them. I was like, it look, really looked like Clyde edwards Lair was in a timeshare. Apparently not. And, well, uh, I wouldn't go that far. I, I'd say it's halfway in between not being in a timeshare and as bad as you, you made it out last week. Um, you know, this was the first game in, I think, three games that he had double-digit carries. Um, and uh, Bell is still getting his shots, not as much. He's certainly Clyde is certainly the number one, but uh, it, it does eat into it a little bit. So without those two touchdowns, right, he doesn't get his twenty. He's usually good for about ten to eleven points, which, you know, as you said last week, right, you need a, a stud running back usually to to get to the championship game and win it. And those aren't stud numbers for sure. Um, and yeah, there's injury concerns for Carson and all that, but. Yeah, it's, I don't think it's as bad as, as you guys made it out to be last week. Proof is in the pudding. I believed it at the time, but uh, new information, you've got to be willing to change your mind. So what uh, early speculation, I know you said it's Tuesday, so I'm the only one looking at the lineups. But since we're here, you in theory are going to have a healthy Chris Carson this week. Everything points to him coming back. So at this point, and also looks like McCaffrey's out again. So who sits on the bench? Alaire, Carson, or Davis? Uh, Alaire, actually, um, Tampa Bay has got a really good, uh, run defense, um, that coupled with to talk about a little bit of a timeshare in there, and he's just not going to get the volume of carries. So therefore he has to make the most of what he, 
he's given. And um, no, I mean, Carson's certainly the number one if he's healthy. Um, Davis was the unquestioned number two as long as McCaffrey wasn't playing up until recently, right? Like he had a string of two or three, just like six, seven point weeks. Um, and wasn't up into the, you know, 15 to 20 that he'd been doing, uh, until last week. Right. So that was nice to see, but again, who, who was he playing last week? Oh, he's playing Detroit. Right. Okay. So take that for what it's worth. Um, but yeah, this week it's probably Davison and Carson, um, if he's healthy. I would agree most weeks, but you have the, just the little hook this week that Carson doesn't play till Monday night. So you know, there's you'd have to be 100% locked and loaded that he's going to be up and running. But I would imagine by – I don't think either of your other two guys go on a Thursday, so I don't think you have to worry about that. No. So you should be okay there. Yeah, and I can't come to you for advice either, so that's too bad. Oh. And I can't <laughs> come to you to, for the fourth week in a row get wrong, DJ Chark versus DJ Moore. So we'll just <laughs> – Oh, we'll get to that one. We'll get to that one. All right. So, Lucas, you were not here last week, and you I'm sure you know about it, but the trade that almost was Christian McCaffrey for Zeke and Chubb. Oh, we're going to get right into it now. Okay. Or James um, Robinson and Nick Chubb. Yeah. Um, so, one thing that uh, was – that was failed to mention last week is sure you're, you're giving up two good running backs, but you've got a stable of four really good running backs. Um, and so even though you're giving up two good ones, you had two good ones to replace them with, and then you would have Christian McCaffrey. Um, so if he comes back and plays this season, great. Um, but it's almost a play for next season, um, as your keeper, right? So, um, and then if you look at last week as the sample, I hate to say this, but if you would have made that trade and you would have listened to me, um, so if you would have listened to the Moors, you would have won last week. Uh, Zeke and Taylor ended up scoring 15 more points than Robinson and Chubb because those are your two running backs you would have played because you wouldn't have had Robinson and Chubb. And then DJ... Or no, DJ got 15 more points than Shark. That's what it was. Anyway, well, the math. Well, the thing you'd have to you'd have to recalibrate. I wouldn't have played Jonathan Taylor. He's had such a little timeshare, so it would have been a, if DJ Shark uh, in that place would have been enough. Okay, uh, it would not have been then. So no, you wouldn't have won. But um, I was assuming you would have just gone running back for running back back in there. So. Uh, normally you're right, but just I don't know if you've looked, but he's got so few carries the last two weeks before yesterday. I'm like I wasn't gonna project on that i yeah i agonized and ultimately did not pull the trigger the thing i complain about the league i was guilty of so here we are well what did, why don't you share what you told kelly right she she hit like the sweet spot with the trade offer it was just enough to make yeah i told her it was just enough to make me uncomfortable but also enough to make me consider it and it was a. Uh, I would have lost because she threw Duke Johnson and I would have played him in his five points and then I would have lost. So, uh, but on the bright side, Ezekiel Elliott looked like himself again last week. So if that can happen, I can roll out with two, two of those three. So anyways, all right, Alex, let's, let's get you back in this show. I feel like you have not talked in a little bit. Well, okay. um, I was just reading about turkeys. 
were you is that possible because you have something you want to bring up right now oh, are we done with 10 for 10 we we are unless you want to add more thoughts to the McCaffrey trade beyond what you talked about last week I did offer I, I did offer Lucas a trade did you see it no you didn't yeah, I did. Oh, just right now. Okay. About 20 minutes ago. Last week. Ooh, okay. breaking news. What's refresh. the trade? So look, it's big stuff, big news. Pending moves. There it is. Breaking news. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I'm going to have to think about that one. That's a really good trade. <laughs> what is he it? Wants to swap, or he, he, wants to swap, uh, he wants to swap defensive backs. Yeah. Really? Got to beat that yeah. trade deadline. I might do that just so we can beat the trade deadline. <laughs> John Johnson the third for Jeremy Chin. <laughs> what, what say you, Stephen? I would want Jeremy Chin. Better enough than you should decline it, Lucas. Uh, I don't know. He hasn't been doing well recently. What? Anyway, <laughs> we can move on, Steve. Anyway, <laughs> it's time for the game sweeping the world alex's one for one hello everybody welcome to the game that uh cam duffy says is the best thing in the world <laughs> seems right they said it last week remember i asked if i could quote him anyways i'm just you know i'm in the thanksgiving mood this week so I got all the I got all uh, the freezer filled with Totino's pizza rolls ready to cook for the big day. <laughs> so as I started thinking about Thanksgiving, I was watching the internet today, and I saw um, President Trump um, pardoned his turkey today. Did you see the, the name of the turkey today? Oh, I did. What was it? Corn. Corn. Yep. Did you also know that apparently a lot of the turkey, they're so afraid of the turkeys dying in transit because they're just raised so poorly that they have alternates? I knew that from the Fun fact, yeah. So so he did not pardon Cobb. He pardoned corn. Cobb was not pardoned. Also, a lot of the, I'm, I'm, there's no like, quiz this time. I just thought it was fun. A lot of the turkeys meet kind of like sad fates. Um, so let's see. If we go back to Cheese, he died of heat stroke slow, uh, shortly after being pardoned in 20, 2014. Um, anyway, I was just thinking, what would, like, what's a good name for a turkey? What would you guys name a turkey? I would do the whole. I, I would. I would do the whole. Give it a name of a different animal thing, right? Like you name your cat dog, or you name your dog cat. Yeah. So I'd name my turkey like chicken and really mess with people. That's a good name. I do like that. I like to name my stuff after '80s music artists. So I would name it after Ario Speedwagon lead singer Kevin Cronin. You see, that's a lot better than the ones that they, they've been pardoning. Because last year, the, the one pardoned was named Butter. Uh, They're not even trying with these names. No, I know that. The one before that was Peas, and the alternate was named Carrots. Um, and then before that was Drumstick and Wishbone. And also, 
many of these turkeys have conflicting news about them. So like Drumstick and Wishbone, Fox News came out with a report saying that they're alive and doing super happy at a farm, while multiple other news sources claim that they're both, they're both dead. Wait, different news outlets reporting different things that are true? That that doesn't happen. Well, okay, okay. Which one are we going to believe? The one saying that the turkeys are living happy in a farm far, far away, or the ones that say they're dead? I think the farm's real, guys. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I don't think we want to get into that. <laughs> I think Drumstick and Wishbone are living a happy life, and I don't think Cheese died of heat stroke. No, neither did Cobbler and Gobbler. From 2012. So, I'm assuming they just name them right before they go to the president. That's why they have these names that are kind of, like, connected. Yeah, I think they try to get, like, people to vote for their turkey who wants to get pardoned. So they give them funny names. And then they vote for those turkeys. However, they used to donate the turkeys to, like, petting zoos. But now they're kind of out of zoos to give turkeys to. So now they're just kind of like, what do we do with this turkey after we pardon it? A lot of them get donated to places. Wow. I know. This was, this was one for one. I mean, it has been one for one. I'm just saying, like, I want to go deeper with this. Like, I'm, I'm bummed, like, there haven't been in-depth reports on all these things. You I'm are bummed there have not been in-depth reports on the history of the pardoned versus unpardoned turkey. Well, I want to know what happens to each turkey. That would be a book, Steve. Write this down. Get a book. Each turkey gets its own bio, and you write what happened to them. I think that's a brilliant book. Right, that was one for one. Bam, bam, bam. That was just so bad. Oh, I know, but like, I was just so into this that I kept looking at this today that I didn't have time to write a one for one. Because I read about so many turkeys. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. You, you didn't know if your, your adopted team won. Yep. Your one for one was about the fate of turkeys which as best as we understand can't even be confirmed well yeah yeah you know i mean popcorn's okay oh no popcorn's dead never mind (laughs) (laughs) he he died he died within a year i don't even know what my response to this is so we're just going to say that was one for one you get what you paid for for it was. Yep. All right. So let's uh, let's revisit our rankings. Last week, just a reminder on where we were at. As he says, point up his screen, because we've just been dynamite radio for 10 minutes now. One, Carly. Two, Bobby. Three, Cameron. Lucas, you were holding down the fourth spot for like the 20th week in a row. I was five. Jason, six. Matthew, seven. Xander, you were eight. Derek, nine, and our defending league champion was the number after nine. So, let's start out number ten. Who do you guys have? I told you 45 minutes ago. It's Derek. (laughs) Are you on board with that, Xander? Mm, Yeah, I'll say Derek. No. Oh, man, I said Kelly first, and I changed it because you peer pressure. Is it Kelly? Was 10, stays 10. Kelly does get a win this week, right, to move to 4-7. and seven. Unfortunately, is not enough to bring her out of the basement. Even though she beat 
Derek. Yeah. And Derek had the lowest score of the week. Let's just double check. I just I just wrong. don't understand this formula, but that's okay. Yeah. I mean, but what fun would it be if it actually made sense to y'all? Then you would just every week tell me what the numbers were. How does uh you've got the insight, Lucas? How does Kelly feel about the team as we roll into the playoffs in the home stretch here? Well, I can tell you um, that she was actually enjoying watching football and excited for the first time in probably a month. Um, the fact that her team did well, that people were scoring touchdowns. Um, we may have cheered and high-fived a little bit when we saw Joe Burrow exit the game injured, right? The things just kind of seemed to fall her way uh, this week, and it was really nice, right? And you know Joe how it is. Me. Uh, yes. Um, but you know how it is. Well, maybe you don't. But if you're on a losing sure. streak, <laughs> three, four weeks in a row, and all of a sudden things start clicking and going right, and, and you get a win, um, it feels pretty nice. Derek and I used to talk about this. I don't – you guys know that Derek is – a into basketball more than the rest of us and apparently and maybe this exists in nfl gambling too but i forget the term but basically in a basketball game like there's an over under like there is in football and if you take the over and you can set up the bet so that you get x amount of dollars for every point you go over the total conversely you have to pay up for every point under the total so it was kind of we were talking about how um norm mcdonald who we're both a fan of was talking about like it's better than heroin if you hit the over of like, you know, five minutes to go and then just everything is gravy. So it reminds me of kind of like, as I think, like I have hated this fantasy football year like no other. And, uh, but it's amazing. Just you can lose three or four and be on death's doorstep, have a good week. And you're like, oh, this is why I'm hooked on, hooked on this nonsense. So does yep. it kind of give her a better disposition moving forward? Um, I, it's a good start, right? Um, when we were talking about the trade, uh, offer between you and her. We were trying to figure out if she still even had a shot at the playoffs, right? Um, and it looked really slim at that point, but now with that win, um, also against a team who she's chasing for the playoffs, uh, that that helped her out a lot. Um, and there's a path there for her. Um, it's not as hard as Derek's path, but um, it's not as easy as like Alex or mine, but uh, there's still a possibility in there. And like we talked about last week, is nobody ever guesses the game's corrected a better than a 60% clip. So anybody really can win any given week. Unless you're Carly, you win all the time. And the rest of us are like, it's, it's basically a coin flip. Yeah, pretty much. And did uh, you watch the Monday night game? Yes. Any, uh, she won, so obviously she's fine, but it had to be concerning. I, I didn't look at the numbers, but it felt like every time I heard the Bucks running the ball, it was related to Leonard Fournette and not Ronald Jones. Um, yeah, you know, I think Jones did good the week before that, but, uh, you know, same sort of situation, right? Uh, if it's not Kamara, if it's not Zeke, if it's not Saquon, right? But he's been injured. I mean, the vast majority of NFL teams have a running back tandem. Right, you're you're yeah. lucky if you get a starter that's a pure starter that nobody else takes carries from, and um, heck, even Kamara's got Murray, right? So I, it, 
it's just not out there, right? Um, so you're going to have to split time with, with some other running back. Um, but yeah, it did seem like Fournette's name was called a lot. But then I looked at his points and he had like six or something. So I don't know. And then she has got you this week, Xander? Yes, she does. Would you like to talk any junk? Uh, no, I don't want to talk junk to Kelly. She's had a bad week, you know, a bad season this year because everyone got hurt. So I feel it would just be me to talk down to her. I hope I win this game, but should be competitive. Should be a good game for the fans, you know. Do you think if Kelly loses Lucas, that she'll be like, eh, hey, it's Alex. He deserves, he deserves a good break. No. 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 <laughs> if anything, she'll be sad she lost to me. Specifically. Lucas, best case scenario, Kelly finishes... After the playoffs or after the regular season? Whole thing, when we're done. Best, case, best, most realistic outcome. I think most, the best, most realistic is that she wins in the first round of the playoffs. But then she'll lose after that. I'm in the same place. I think maybe she gets the third place prize. Probably feels like the top of the line right now. I don't see how she could crack three um, without a quarterback that consistently scores in the 30s. I can see that. I think it's more of, I think in a one-game playoff against somebody for the third seed, Lamar Jackson is still capable of putting up big numbers, even if he's not doing it like he did last year, but I see your point. All right. Nine. Derek. Derek. Was nine, stays nine. Alex, do you think Derek has taken the mantle from you as far as unluckiest team in the league, at least this year? Um, he was the unluckiest team the moment he lost that coin flip at the beginning of the year. Serious. That just kind of set the precedent. So, How different is this year? I mean, like, that, that, that was it, pretty much. But it also stinks because he, like, it wasn't unlucky that Joe Burrow, though, like did as well as he did. I mean, I know he's hurt now, and that was the thing that was really helping him carry his team, but it's nuts he was able to grab him, and he was actually able to do pretty well. So, I mean, that's a positive, but now he's gone. So I have no idea what he's going to do. Yeah, he's, his keeper situation just – well, I think, no, I take that back. I was going to say it felt sketchy, but DK Metcalf feels like a great keeper – Next year, I'd be a okay with that. Oh, for sure. I think he can hang his head high that he he put a. This is a good team. Bad things happened. Injuries, left, right, and sideways. Chris Godwin has not been what I was sure he was going to be this year. But we love you, Derek. We're glad we have you in the league, and I'm sure you will. Good goodness, it can only be onwards and upwards from here. Next year's the year, Derek. Yeah, because we figure Carly wins the title this year, then Derek next year, so that you can stay as the only team in the league that doesn't have a championship. Yeah, that's the dream. <laughs> <laughs> and that, yeah, he picked up uh, Tua from my bench, and then Tua gets benched. I mean, he just can't make a good decision. I'm sorry, none of his decisions are panning out. I think he makes good decisions. 
Oh, yeah, because Tua, did Tua get hurt or did he just get benched? He got benched. Oh, he got bent. Ow. Good for Fitzmagic. Yeah, he he'll bounce back. They're, they're playing the Jets this week, and Coach has already come out saying he still has confidence in him. He'll, he'll be back in there. I think you're right about that. Um, tough matchup against Matt, though. Yep. And he's got his matchups are bad. He's got Tampa Bay going against Kansas City. Seattle's going against a decent secondary. There aren't any really kind of green light matchups, but that's good for your misses. No, that's good for Matt, at least in this week. Yeah. So I think the yeah, rally can Matt be Matt Carley, he's got to win out, and he needs to be in a tiebreaker with Jason um, at, at the end of next week. Because uh, if Alex or me or you or um, Matt is in any sort of tiebreaker situation with him head to head, right? Um, he loses. So that would be devastating if you're Derek. You would end the year by beating Carly, assuming this scenario of having to run the table and then still potentially lose on a tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. All right, eight folks. Derek. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, it will be Alex. Yeah, it's going to be me. It's going to be Alex. Was eight, stays eight. Alex, the you know, you lost, but the good news is I believe you held the five seed, right, Lucas? You're six? I am still six seed, yes. So how does it feel? I mean, you kind of accepted that Cam Cam's your daddy. I wouldn't say I accepted that, but definitely one I pretty much knew I wasn't going to win. So yeah, that was a crazy matchup. You were destroying him early on. Yeah, and, yep. and held on for quite a while, and then yeah, like you said, Herbert just decided to. I don't know. I mean, Watson was only two points behind Herbert. For the week, yeah. but but I got fifty um, something points with like with Watson, so I was like, "Wow, someone on his team's gonna have to do really well to come back." And then her like Herbert's just yeah. like, oh, "I'm gonna be the best QB in the league." <laughs> that was the worst. And then also, um, what was it? Kareem Hunt got like twenty five points. Just oh, shut me down. Um, after that. Yeah. No, he got nine. Yeah, who got twenty points on his team? Uh, Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill. I got Kareem Hunt and Tyree Kill confused. Alex, yep. was the uh, was the decision to sit Kenyon Drake like you just doing what you did in your other leagues and not bothering to adjust your lineup, or was there strategy there? Okay, every time I play Kenyon Drake, he fails utterly, and every time I put him on the bench, he does okay. I've just okay, been so very, I've just had very bad luck with him. So strategic. Yeah, and then also I was like, well, Travis Fulgham should be able to do something, and he didn't, so that bummed me out, because, like, I wouldn't have taken Travis Fulgham out. I would have played him, and then, like, the other two guys did okay, so what? I don't know. What mm-hmm. is your Fulgham stance? He's had the matching stat line, one for eight the last two games, but they played the worst pass defense in the NFL this week. I know, so I think I'm still going to play it, because they, they still targeted him, like, seven times. It's just, I don't know. I still think he's good. It's just. And that was terrible weather in Cleveland, too. Yeah. 
Yeah. So at this point, inclination is to keep him in the lineup? Yeah, I think so. But, I mean, it's like I don't think I could take Todd Gurley out either. Maybe I should take him out for Kenyon Drake this week. I don't know. Todd Gurley's been so solid. I think this was his first week where we got, like, he did super mediocre. So. That's... I don't, I, Lucas, I don't know how much Falcons wa- you get to watch, but to me, Todd Gurley looks like hot trash, but he gets points to support Alex because he always winds up in the end zone. Yep, exactly. So that way, when he doesn't get in the end zone, he only gets three points. So it's kind of risky. So it's not the best offense in the world to be going off the Atlanta Falcons offense, but it is what it is. I'll probably start Kenya Drake next week. And J. Allen? Oh, definitely J. Allen. J. Allen's my boy. Lucas, what is the most realistic best case scenario for Alex? Um, I could see him getting to the championship game. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I know you've done the leg work, so I believe you. I just. Well, he's got Kelly and Steve and you, right? The last two games. Yeah. Um, I don't see him not making the playoffs. I see him as one of the six playoff teams. And I think he's got a roster there that can, again, going up with the right matchups and stuff, he can, uh, I, I could see him getting to the championship game. Okay. I'd like you to be right, because uh, Alex, yeah, Alex, you deserve good things. I mean, I try. <laughs> so we'll see but what that's happens. Then you don't. I have been trying in this league, sir. Fair call. Everything went poorly. Name me without looking at your laptop. Name me one result this week besides you and I lost. Carly won. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Checkmate. Boom. That's, that's like guess. saying Gordy you know? lost. It was a very educated guess. <laughs> Capital educated. Oh, Lower just for the guess. record, a spoiler alert, on the off chance that I run the table, the loser's photo is going to be Gordy. That photo that I like to send you all. Huh. Oh, Gordy in the sailor's hat? It's the best thing ever. All right, seven. You know what? I'm just I'm gonna go chalk here, and I'm gonna say Matt, even though I think he should go up a spot. I'm gonna think it's Matt too. No. no. Oh, there was movement. Who could it be? Then I will say it's Jason. Believe it or not, I'm gonna say. Oh yeah, I'm gonna say Jay. Was six drops a spot to seven. He gets his tires blown out by you, Lucas, and he's got to deal with Bobby next week and the team that is, I think, on the upswing, Matt, the week after. I know you said Derek's got a lot of things have to go right, but it doesn't feel like Jason's that much further ahead on the curve. Um, right. So he, the only tiebreaker he owns maybe is Matt. And that's if he wins. 
So if he beats Matt in the final week, he owns that tiebreaker if he's tied with Matt. Otherwise, he's one and one against everybody else. <laughs> um, but the thing that he's got going for him is he's ahead in points against you guys, right? So that would be the tiebreaker if it's if it's uh, if it's against you. So. Um, so just a quick check, and I think you are right, but it's for me, it's a fractional amount. It's like it's an easy amount that could flip over. Oh, absolutely, right. Um, a lot of these could flip over. So he's only 10 points ahead of you, Steve, right? Um, and he's about 60 ahead of Alex um, and about maybe 75 in front of Kelly. So everything is, is still pretty close, um, and anything could happen there, sure. But uh, um, at this point, he's at least got that going for him. This isn't the this isn't a deal breaker, but I do think it is worth noting as we try to kind of map this out. His matchups aren't pretty this week. His Green Bay duo has to play Chicago, which is excellent. Juju's playing Baltimore, and Amari Cooper's playing Washington, the number two defense against the pass. So, again, these are all talented players. Talent wins, but this is certainly a lot not as promising as if you have the mass stack against Jacksonville. Yeah, um, you know, out of the the four teams out of the playoffs right now um i i think matt has the best chance uh at this point to get up there um and i would say kelly is is next just because of the matchups right she plays alex and, and myself so she can knock us down a peg she's only a game behind both of us yeah. um jason uh with the matchups it, it's he's he's gonna need more help because you know if you look at the teams ahead of you in the playoffs he does not hold the tiebreaker against Alex, myself, or you. Um, so, you know, he needs he needs us to lose a couple of times, probably, or at least a couple of us to do that. Yep. Yeah, so I, I team, keep talking about this team. Per, go ahead, Al. Oh, or, no, I, I was going to say, so team, team Poop Wiener is alive and well yet. I think what has got to give him hope is Andy Dalton started to play like a real-life NFL quarterback last week, which means that Amari Cooper can be a thing, and if Juju can be a thing, and Aaron Jones, he fits that bill of a running back who can toss a team on his back and Aaron Rodgers. While I don't yep. think it is a likely outcome, I think this is a team that can string together three wins. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I was glad it wasn't last week, right? Um <laughs> I I mean I think he's had top score two times, three times maybe this season, right? So yeah. he's got the roster capable of it. Alex, you have this oddly content look on your face. Well, I've muted the microphone because the cat keeps trying to throw up. So while that was going on, I was just looking at league history and I think I've made the playoff once in like seven years. I didn't know that. That's pretty bad. So we're talking about the podcast and you're monkeying around with league history. Well, Things yeah, you've done is, is research before the show. Well, yeah, because, again, because the cats, can you hear him? No. Well, now he stops. There, there we go. <laughs> yeah, he's just, he's just running around barfing stuff up. So I figured I should mute <laughs> the mic. Sorry, 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 sorry for trying to be considerate to the podcasters out there. 
And oh, for me you don't to find... get to play the victim card here. I am a victim. He's thrown up on the carpet. <laughs> Who, who's going to have to clean that up? Probably Megan. Fair enough. Well, I, well, I do had help, too. I believe that. See, he stopped, so we're good. So, yeah, see, so, so I was doing a fantasy football task while I was preoccupied. About so, yeah. your team? Well, I was fantasy football league in general. I just started looking at the past, and I didn't realize how bad I was. There you go. I don't even know. Okay. Um, six. Matthew. Yeah, Matt. Was seven, moves up to six. Um, now I think that one thing I keep forgetting to bring up as we have talked about Matthew, because, you know, this was stupid and terrible and one day too late. Adam Thielen's on the, Adam Thielen is out with COVID. And I, I don't think it's that it's one of these exposures. I believe it's that he's actually got COVID. So one of you may know the protocols better than I do, but I don't think you can come. I don't think you're coming back from that. Shouldn't. Well, at least not this week. Yeah. So he, uh, you know, last week we t- I kept talking about the, the plush matchup against Jacksonville. It is not that way. His guys are going up against Baltimore this week, which is not as pretty. And then he's also got, I don't know. Have we heard, guys, is Kenny Galladay coming back this week? Or is it kind of too early to know? I, they, don't, they haven't said anything last I heard. That whole team's just hurt. Okay. And it's a short turnaround to Thursday, too, so that's going to be a tough one. Yeah. It's going to be a bad game. Um, like, yeah. It's going to get smoked? I'm... Yeah. Well, I mean, they just lost to a team that had a first – start ever quarterback from the XFL, a team that last week got scored 47 points on, and a team without their star player, and they shut us out. So, yeah, it's going to be bad. And a team with the league-worst third-down defense. And, right, like, what... You can just keep going. I forget what else I had texted um, this past weekend. It was just... Like I said, that was the game that is going to cost Patricia and Quinn their jobs. They're, they're yep. done. Yep. What? Um, Maybe they just wanted to wait till Thanksgiving to fire him just to be mean. If Sorry. I want to, to just put on my optimistic pants, give me one player who was like, oh, that was, he played all right. Oh, this past game? game? Nobody. Um... There were two interceptions in the end zone, but I don't think it had anything to do with the Lions players. Bad quarterback no. throws? Yeah. yeah. A rookie quarterback throw is, is really what it was. Yeah. It was just him not seeing, like, the zone or something like that. But, like... No, I, when you get shut our out... Punter, our punter's a stud. Yeah, there you Keep go. Keep saying that. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, he's good. He put him on the 10-yard line, like, three, three times. So... Yeah, I even it, think Prater missed a field goal, so... Yeah, Parader's not doing too great this year, actually, if you look at it. I think he's he's missed quite a few. Well, at least the one Saturday. That was like a 50-yarder, though. That wasn't like a that wasn't a chip shot, if I remember correctly. Well, it is oh. for him. Sure, sure, but I'm saying it's, you know, there's a little more grace yeah. with missing 51 out. Well, I'm just meaning yeah. in general. I should, like, look up his stats for this season because he's not doing super awesome. 
but we forgive him because he's won us so many games. So, you know. So with Matt's team, I'm actually happy to hear that he's got some bad matchups this week because that's the one team that kind of scares me. If he gets yeah. in the playoffs, I do not want to play him in the first round of the playoffs. Um, that team is just it, – it we talked about this a little bit before the podcast. He is hitting at the right time. He was what two and seven. He's on. I think he's on a two-game win streak right now. He was pretty much dead to rights, and now he's right back in the thick of it. Um, that is, it's just not a team I want to play in the playoffs right now. I agree. I think that uh, here's the hope, and your wife trips him at the one-yard line because I think that uh, the matchup against Jason. I think that'll be a good one. Um, yeah, just curious. Let's, Top of your head, guys. Matt versus Jason in a one one week match. Who would you take? Matt. Matt. Absolutely. Matt's just had got, terrible luck. I've got Matt in his last two games, right? He's got Derek and he's got Jason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Um, oh, go ahead. Yeah, well, I was going to say, and Steve, that that's worrisome for you because he holds a tiebreaker against you. So if you lose your two, that's that's the your path out. Yeah, I I just. The magic number is one. The three of you yep. have to lose one game or I have to win one. But, yeah, it's a, because I play the two of you, that gets a little more complicated. And it comes down to you versus Kelly. Then, I'm sorry, Alex, I know we keep talking about who you got this week. You're fine. Kelly, I have Kelly. Okay, so nothing feels easy with that. But, you know, my guys might also decide touchdowns or things. So who knows there? Okay. Um, <laughs> Lucas, best realistic case for Matt. Oh, do I say it? Um, honestly, the way his team is going right now, I could see him winning this whole thing. I honestly could. Um, Pittsburgh is undefeated. And we've talked a lot about how he loves his Pittsburgh Steelers. And so it's it, they're doing well for him because the team does well. Um, you talked about it last week. Dalvin Cook is just a stud. Um, so between that feeling hitting on and off Galladay, maybe on and off. I mean, he's, he's got a solid starting lineup. Um, and they're just, they're just doing really well right now. I can see it. The matchups are not good though. Baltimore, Buffalo and Indianapolis are three of the next five games, including Indian, the title game. So like we said, talent will win, but again, it's uh you'd rather have to play the lions than the Colts for in the championship with your quarterback. Well, well, sure. And but you're, you're asking best case scenario. I could see him winning it. Um, do I That's... think it's going to happen? No. Um, but I could see it. Yeah. Dalvin cook keeps putting up 120 yards and a touchdown and catching all these balls. And then just takes one receiver to put up 30 points. And any of these guys can, I mean, yeah, when God is back, you have to decide who to bench Thielen, Claypool, Johnson, Ridley, or Galladay. I mean, that's that's incredible. Mm -hmm. It's probably Galladay, but still it's a nice problem to have. All right. Uh, Five. Lucas. Steve. I, I'll go Steve. Was five, stays five. Me. Steve. Four. Did you say four? Yep. Who's four? Oh, you don't want to talk about you? 
Um, my guys can't find the end zone. The end. Okay, oh, and enough. I guess just Lucas, uh, you and I talked about this briefly. I really think with Taysom Hill, I, I don't think ESPN is going to avoid my score if I don't take him out of my tight end spot. I just can't do anything. Uh, I think you might be right, but I honestly don't know that. Um, it's just too bad you don't actually have a quarterback in your quarterback slot. I do. <laughs> that was a joke. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good call. You've got a 50-year-old that either decides to play or decides that he's 50 years old. In the just the one hiccup here is stupid Brady's got his bye week in week 13. So if I can have the playoffs, if I win this week, I'm in, and I can't catch the division leader. So I can swallow the loss in week 13. And then if Breeze stays out, that's a fun setup for the playoffs. Okay. I may have to call collusion on that because okay. that matchup like you have may determine the fate of other people's in the playoffs. Wait, say that again. I said, if you leave somebody on a bye week in a starting spot on the last week of the regular season and don't care if you lose, just to keep Taysom Hill in your tight end spot, um, I can understand that, but that could cause somebody else to miss the playoffs. Although, also, to be honest, he's against me and I'll lose anyway. (laughs) Let's be honest. Uh, Probably, <laughs> but think about it. What's the if if this was not like a like we're different? Like we're we have you're a league manager versus if we just did a standard ESPN league. Like this is the right. This would be the thing that any of us would do in this situation. I'm not looking out oh, for Alex. I I understand that. Um, I just think it would be really. I don't know. It wouldn't feel right. I'm not I'm not saying you would do it purposely to get somebody out of the playoffs, but it would just seem cheap. What and I'm not saying project- I wouldn't do the same thing. Yeah. I, I, I willfully admit that. What if the projection still had me winning with this move? Oh, you know what I feel about ESPN projections. Yeah, that's true. Well, I think that... My guess is I'm going to lose this week, and I'm going to need to have all hands on deck, so it will be a moot point. But um, it's a fun problem to have. Yeah. Um, And also, can I say, what the heck was up with Cooper Cup on Monday night? That was insane. What, did he have, he had like nine catches for a buck 15 before halftime or something like that? Yeah, then he had one for 20 in the second half because Jared Goff's a douche. Oh. I think it was just frustrating because like I, I, I finally got them spitting distance of Matt and then everybody decided to start throwing interceptions. But so the problem with my team is like they're bad enough to be annoying, but they're not bad enough to bench because like DJ Moore is now wide receiver twelve. Cooper Cup, two of the last three games he's had over a hundred yards. It's just people aren't getting the end zone. But anyway, um I like my chances this week, and uh, hopefully that holds. Four. Uh, Lucas, right? Yeah, yeah, me. Yeah. Lucas, well, it feels like your fate is your fate is so connected to Christian McCaffrey. I know that you've got three running backs you can roll in and out, but it is uh, 
It's nice to have Mike Davis as a free scorer. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, and you know what? Hopefully, I don't have to worry about the whole Christian McCaffrey thing because Carson could come back healthy. Um, but yeah, no, you're you're right. It is very nice to have him. Um, it was nice that he played the Lions last week. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, you know, it's it'd be nicer if he was scoring like he did earlier in the season, <laughs> for sure. Um, and they've got their bye week coming up week 13 as well. So, you know, I could have a problem against Kelly. Um, but at the same, in, in the same breath, if McCaffrey does come back, uh, Carolina has a bye week in week 13, so she can't play him anyway. Um, so that's, that's, true. that's nice too. Oh, I didn't even notice your two of your defensive players are out on week 13 too. I, obviously not the biggest deal in the world, but you know, little things. Yeah. Yep. No, Athletes. I'm, uh, oh, go ahead. If, if I can make the playoffs this year, I'll be happy. Um, I say that now, but if I make the playoffs, I'm going to be pissed when I lose. I was uh, gonna say. But, but, you know, I haven't been in there how many years? Has it been seven, eight years since I've been there? Like um, last time I won the league. It's been seven, eight years since you won a game in the playoffs. Yeah, okay. Um, so it'll just be nice to be back. Um, I, I feel like I've, well, I felt like I've had the team previous years and it, it hasn't happened. So um, it's, I keep looking at the waiver wire, trying to find upgrades and, and just haven't um, over yeah. the past few weeks. So that tells me right there that I feel like I have a solid enough roster at this point. You know, out of all of my starters right now, the lowest ranking is 13th. Thir- yeah. 13th best running back, 13th best receiver, and everybody else is top 10. So, Are, are your three wide receivers locked and loaded, or are there scenarios where you plug Allen Robinson over one of those, these guys minus injury? I would like Will Fuller to be a little bit more consistent and not wait until the last five minutes of a game to get all of his points. Um, that's shaved years off my life. <laughs> he's sitting with like 1.5 in the fourth quarter, and then all of a sudden, boom, he's up to 10 to 15. Um, so yeah, Fuller and Robinson are probably interchangeable. Um, with the loss, I learned my lesson stuff. with Lockett. I ever since that 50 point game when he was on my bench, he's never being on my bench again. I don't care if he gets five points. Does the uh, the Texans lost their uh, was the Cobb they lost? They lost one of their receivers, so that's going to kind of up his target yeah. share. But I also understand that uh, he is a bit more boomer bust, and Allen Robinson is the right matchup. And they're playing Detroit on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Would you have to make that decision though right away then? Oh, oh, Fuller's starting this week, okay. absolutely. But gotcha, Alex. Question then to you: uh, yes. best realistic case scenario for Lucas. I think he, I'm going to say, like, um, what he said to me, I think he could make it the championship game if his team all actually works together at the same time boy, the way they should. I feel he has an issue where I have where, like, sure, one or two of his players might pop off, but then the other players will get, like, three points sometimes, and it just ruins the entire week. Um, but if they actually play and they just are decent, and he has good players, I think he could make it to the championship game. And, man, oh, man, minus uh, minus. Cook, and I will say Derek Henry. I'll put him in the group. I think Mahomes might get, 
dude can chop up 70 points for you. There just isn't a deficit you need to be worried about. Sorry, there's just not a deficit you, you probably couldn't feel like you could come back with this guy. Right. Um, if you look at Mahomes' schedule for the rest of the season, Tampa Bay, Denver, and then you get into the playoffs, it's Miami, New Orleans, Atlanta. It is going to be pain against you next week. It's going to be our quarterbacks playing each other while we play each other. <laughs> Oh, I hope he tears up Tom. (laughs) You know where the game's at? Uh, It's at Tampa Bay. That's That's the better option, at least. Okay. Yeah, you've got a weird schedule. Like you don't. You have hardly any Sunday action going on next week. Me? Early Sunday main slate, the one and fours. You've got a lot of Thursday and Monday nights and Sunday action going on. I have one Monday, one Thursday, and the rest are Sundays. But one is the Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah. I've got like two. I've got like three people at one o'clock on Sunday. I just like knowing my fate. I don't, I hate having to go into Monday. So that too stupid Tyler Lockett thing, like you said, he's so boom or bust. You could be up by eight and sweating it, and I could be up by 45 and sweating it. Yeah. Yep. So, all right, number three. Cameron. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll say, uh, yeah, I'll say Cameron. This dude is just kissed by the gods on, on some things. I like Nick Chubb was the infinitely better running back Sunday, yet they kept plowing Hunt in. On the goal line carries, because that makes sense. Why put the bruiser who's throwing for 20, 40, 50 yards at a pop in the game? Let the scat back see if he can go ahead and pop it in from two yards out. Here's the answer. Once in like eight tries, he can do it. Jerk. Hunt only got eight and a half points last week. Yeah, 11 rushing yards and a touchdown. So, but yeah, every time I do watch, there was just this monster run Chubb had. I don't know if you guys just got to see it in a highlight package, but he was just, he was throwing dudes. He's a tough dude. Yeah. I pray he goes to a new team next year. I mean, it seems unlikely, but uh, it's just a lot of money to put in the running back position. Hey, Browns are coming back, you know. Did you just see uh, Baker Mayfield now officially has the most wins as a quarterback in the, the Brown Stadium? Like seven? Uh, it's like 14. He just surpassed Ben Roethlisberger. That was, so, I was wondering about that. Is it actually a different quarterback who's got the record? Yeah, it's not even a Browns quarterback. The, 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 he had the most wins in that stadium was Ben Roethlisberger until just recently. So, Okay, that almost sounds like a Detroit Lions stat to me. I, well, I mean, you know, they're the other Detroit. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when Stafford retires, that is, if the Stafford retired the year we moved into a new stadium, that would absolutely be a Lions fact. Yes, sir. I'm assuming uh, you guys watched the Sunday game. At least, Lucas, you were pretty invested in it with Mahomes. The the Sunday game. What do Sunday you night. Oh, the Sunday night game? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, just eyeball test. How did Josh Jacobs look? To 
be honest, I don't remember him much in that game. It was it was Carr. It was a lot of passing. Um, from the two plays I remember Jacobs running, he was normal, average, right? So, I mean, he didn't really stand out, but I'm not sure how, how much they used him. Yeah, it was a normal. 17 for like 55 and one catch, so... Yeah, 55 yards, right? It's yeah. He didn't really break one. Um, they they threw a lot. Um, Carr was just... I don't know what it is about the Chiefs and, and Carr, but he always shows up for that matchup. They just scored too quick at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of Camp's team, Alex? Um... I, uh, I don't really like his team. I being up, but he's winning with it, and that's the thing. But like, I don't know. Justin Herbert should have gotten like fifty points. You know, what's the? I'm gonna look at the average of what Justin Herbert's done. Was that just his backup quarterback that he was starting, or has Herbert just been his starter all year? No, Herbert. No, the mother of all Cam luck. He had Dak Prescott. Oh yeah, and then Dak Prescott got hurt, and then. Herbie's average in 42 a game. Jeez. That's still only good enough for sixth, though, in our league. Yeah, that's still pretty good. Yeah, that's true, yeah. That's with him not playing the first week, right? Yeah, he's got a couple points, 30 points. I don't know. I I think he has a good team. It's just I'm better. I was beaten. You know how it is. Yeah, like, look, Tyree Kill, number two. Josh Jacobs, the number five running back. Uh, he has a he has a good team. AJ Brown and Robbie Anderson need some help, so we need some help at the wide receiver spot. But for sure, yeah. But running backs and Justin Herbert are keeping a minute. It seems so. Got to do, got to do. I guess. You know, he's just he's really up and down. When he loses, yeah. he scores like a hundred points, but when he wins, he scores like one hundred and fifty. Right. So the past. The past six weeks, loss, 89 points. Win, 174 points. Loss, 119 points. Win, 145 points. Loss, 108 points. Win, 144 points. That's the last six weeks. That's what I was was talking to you about, Lucas. It's like our team actually needs to do well at the same time. Ours never do. They always, like, they're always some, they're either really, really bad and some are really, really good. And his team is good at the same time. And then yeah. that's what gets him wins. So however you do it though. So good good for Cam. It seems interesting. This team's gonna go up against Carly. We'll see what they got. Yeah, well. We got some uh um what is that? I'm sorry. That's Megan. She's laughing oh. at, I'm assuming, a TikTok. He punched a turkey? What? Oh, he burnt a... I can't look at it. He burnt a turkey he was cooking, and she's laughing. My- oh, nice. Well, what, what I was going to say is there's some certainties in this world, and it's death taxes and can't making the playoffs. So however he does it, he does it, and That's he's real. doing it again. Yeah, I mean, he's in again. Yeah, he's doing a good job. Do you think they can win the championship? Absolutely. 
It depends on if he's on and on week. I think he absolutely could. I don't think this team can win three in a row. I think they would definitely have to have the bye to have one less risk of a bad week. Yeah, that, and that has been the problem. He, is, he hasn't been able to string together two to three good weeks in a row. Um, and he's playing the two best teams in the league to end the season, so he could very well go out 0-2. Yeah. And he gets New England. Um, oh, that's going to be feast or famine. He gets New England in uh, week 13 against Bobby, but then they play Atlanta the next week, so that's going to be a free square. So I, I think that, uh, yeah, I, I think for Cam to get the championship, to win the whole thing, he's got to get a first-round bye. I don't think they can win three in a row. But been wrong before. All right. And then number one. How about number two first? All right. Number two. Let's do that instead. I'll, I will say Bob. It is definitely Bobby. <laughs> Number two is definitely Bobby. I think that... You guys talk about Bobby's team. I never get it right. You, you never get it right? I just keep looking at this team and think, how, how, how? But every week, good, good, good. Oh, Except gotcha. last week. You know, he, he lost. He scored 109 points. Um, really, it's, it's Wilson and Derrick Henry, right? And they have been really, really good this season and can carry, through, carry you through some of those, those tough weeks, right? And they... You know, Henry got his 20 points, but Wilson only had 33. Um, Wilson gets his 50 that he's been getting, and, well, I mean, he still loses, but <laughs> but he played Carly. So, um, no, I know. It's, uh, I don't know. It, it, it's the same sort of feeling as, as Cam's team, right? Um, got a couple of really good studs, and... He just ends up getting good matchups and and it wins games, so it could go either way. If you yeah. would have told me the number two team, no, go ahead, Alex. I'm just saying, however you win, you can win. But I mean, if you just have two guys that are unstoppable, I mean, I've been in that situation before where you just have you have two really good players. You can win a lot of games off just having two really good players. If you can just kind of fill in the other spots, and Derrick Henry and Russell Wilson, when they're on and if they're on together, he just pretty much wins. Like, if they both just have a good week at the same time. so Only 33 and 20 points out of Russell in the last two weeks. Just a blip on the radar? Or is it maybe what we have seen before? Russ, Russell goes through stretches where he's not bad for NFL teams, but for fantasy numbers, he takes a step back. Um, that's a very good point. Um, is, is this the Russell we all know and love, right? And, and yeah. why we stayed away with a 10-foot pole. I don't know. We played the Rams and the Cardinals the past two weeks. I don't think they have good pass defenses. I'm not sure. Rams are great. Um, Cardinals are not. Okay. So there you go, right? Um, yeah, he threw 60% completion percentage against the Rams. Like It's not in the, under 200 yards against the Cardinals. So 
I don't know. You, you could be onto something. Um, but you, I never am with a rough stretch here. <laughs> yeah, I know. I I don't know. It's it's one of those enigmas. Yeah. It'll be fun um, if Bobby is in the championship game. He does play the Rams again. So the Rams tend to give Bo- uh, Russell Wilson fits because that's a good defensive line, and they can uh, they can keep him a little more honest. So, all right. Um, yeah, so I think at this point we are now kind of in the area where any of these teams can realistically win the championship. Mm-hmm. All right, number one. Waiting for Alex to say it. There we go. Yeah, nobody's beating that. No. I would no just is. like to point out something about her roster, okay? Please. Her starting lineup is the same starting lineup she drafted, and not one of them has been hurt all season. Like... You give anybody in this league a roster like that where yours, the, the players that you drafted to start at the beginning of the season are still the players in your starting lineup and none of them have been injured the entire season, anybody's number one. Like, she has just had a string of incredible luck. Um, mm-hmm. Hasn't had to deal with any injury issues. I keep waiting for somebody to get hurt, <laughs> to be honest, because, like, I can't I can't think of a run like that ever before in this league where nobody's had to deal with something like that. So um, not to say that she doesn't have a bad team, right? She has a really good lineup, um, but she hasn't had to deal with Kamara out for a few weeks or Hopkins or Murray out for a few weeks, right? Like they've always been there. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I just... I, I want to watch. I'm trying to walk the line of agreeing with you and also not trying to act like, well, she didn't do anything right. This is just dumb luck. I mean, she's the one that drafted um, Keenan Allen and Robert Woods. Yes. And uh, right. Murray. Good... I believe Murray was the fourth quarterback off the board. She could have gone a couple of different directions with Dak and uh, Deshaun Watson. Oh, absolutely. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that one bit, right? She drafted this team. Um, there's there's a lot of credit that needs to be given to her for getting those good players as well. Absolutely. It's it's not like it's luck just fell into her lap uh, with the players as well. It's yeah. luck fell into her lap <laughs> that they've been healthy. Like any of us would take that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, some of us. Yeah. Anyway, um, here's my question for you guys. So the the 2019 draft, Patrick Mahomes was kind of the guy after a Breakout 2018 season. I think we can safely say that Patrick Mahomes lived up to the hype. In 2020, Lamar Jackson was kind of the guy. I think you guys may disagree, but everything I was researching was Mahomes one and Jackson. I had just a half step behind. But I think we can say that Jackson has not lived up to that hype. I think when we go into the 2021 draft, Kyler Murray is going to be that new hotness as far as kind of the guy. What is your educated guess when we're on this podcast one year from now, week 14-ish of the 2021 season? Kyler Murray closer to Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson? I think, well, I think somewhere in between, but I would more want to see if they do anything to the team around him first. Because a big thing, Kyler Murray, like DeAndre Hopkins helping a lot with some of the plays he's been making been insane they got rid of david johnson because they were originally just like a run team 
And then they started like splitting in the backfield and they started getting more people in the backfield that could catch the ball. So they started working more helping Kyler Murray. So if they can keep doing that as they address their team needs, I think Kyler Murray could be a great quarterback next year as well. Lamar Jackson, like I don't I'm not I don't think they were really going out of their way to really get him big weapons. I know they got Des Bryant, but that that, that just happened. So you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. So you feel like there's both they're both talented, but he's got a better supporting cast with DeAndre Hopkins, if nothing else. I wouldn't even say that it's just a supporting cast. It's just the team is being built kind of around him more. Okay. I don't know if that makes sense, what I'm saying. It's just, it's just, yeah. It just works well. Yeah, I, I agree with that, and I'd, I'd even add the coach to the mix, right? Like, Kingsbury, that's that's the type of offense that he likes to run, is the kind of offense that Kyler can run. Um, that's why they drafted him, right? So I think Lamar um, just exceeded expectations last year. I mean, we all laughed when he was the keeper for Gordy, <laughs> right? You know, I, it, nobody expected that. He kind of expected a good year out of Kyler this year. Um, so it really wasn't a surprise that he's doing well. Um, and so I, I feel he's going to be more Mahomes than Jackson because he's got a coach over there that's going to change things up right? Um, like Harbaugh is a defensive guy. He's not an offensive guy. Um, Ravens have always been known for their defense. I don't know if he really knows what to do with Lamar. Like he's just trying the same things he did last year and defenses know what to do now, right? They, they figured him out and he hasn't adjusted. So um, I think just Kyler's got the better coach for him uh, to help him avoid that. I think you're both spot on. I'm going to go the opposite way, though, and say that Murray is closer to Jackson in that with his size, like we saw Thursday night, he's the guy that could take a hit in your word. He's going to he's not going to be the one to get up on like I think a Mack truck could hit Patrick Mahomes and he's just going to be down long enough to shake it off. And Lamar is just a bigger, tougher guy. But I think not that Kyler Murray is not tough. He's just smaller and they're a lot bigger than him. The size differential with the NFL uh, linemen. So if he can stay healthy, yeah, I think you guys are right. I think that's just the question mark that makes him a little bit different for me. All right, so Carly stays number one. I think, Lucas, you said it's been this way since week three. Um, that is correct. Our week four, it looks like. That would make more sense because she lost in week one, so it probably would have taken some time to leapfrog above that after that. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's go to our ESPN versus us system. So right now, Cam is leading the way, followed by ESPN, Jackson, myself, Alex, Lucas, then Derek. Can I ask a quick question? Did I go zero and five last week? You went two and three last week. Good. I thought I went zero and five. <laughs> it felt like it. <laughs> No, everyone was two and three or three and two, except for me going one and four. Ouch. All right, let's start out. Uh, Jankup of the week. One Carly versus three Cam. Alex, who are you taking? Yeah, Cam. I am also going to take Cam because it would put a bullet in any chance I have at the division title. Lucas, who do you have? Carly. 
And I should have pulled this up. Cam did send me his results. So I will pull. He says Carly as well. And I think we have that. And then next, two Bobby versus seven Jason. I am going to go chalk and say Bobby. Lucas. Um, yeah, I'll go Bobby. Cameron agrees with us. Xander. I am going to say it was Bobby versus who? I'm sorry. Seven, Jason. I'm going to say Bobby. Four, Lucas versus five, Steve. Lucas, who do you have? Uh, It worked well for me last week picking against myself, so I will go with Steve. All right. Cam has me as well. Xander. I'm going to say Lucas. If Taysom Hill wasn't in my lineup, I would take Lucas, but I think that's just a big gap. All right, six, Matt versus nine, Derek. Cam has Matt. Alex. You know what? I'm going to say Derek. The waiver wire is just in shambles for somebody wanting a quarterback, and Tua can be fine, but I don't think he's got enough to keep up with Matt, so I'm going to go with Matt. Lucas. Uh, Matt, he's just too hot right now. Yeah, good call. All right, last, 8, Alex versus 10, Kelly. Uh, Matchup of the week. Almost. Lucas. Um, I'm going Alex. Oh. Cameron has gone with you as well, Alex. Who are you taking? I'm going with Alex. All right. Alex, since the floor is on you, what is your recommendation of the week? Oh, man, I haven't done a lot this week. Can I go last? Absolutely. Lucas, what's your recommendation of the week? Um, You know what? We were talking about it a little bit before the podcast. I'm going to say Voltron, but the Netflix version. There's a new version? Yeah. See, you don't know about it either. I, I, and Alex didn't either. There's a version of Voltron on Netflix um, that they, they essentially rebooted it, and it is very, very good. Um, not saying much, saying it's you know, 10 times better than the original 80s cartoon, uh, but it is. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's redone. It's very good humor. There is even, if, if I can pique your curiosity a bit, there's even one episode dedicated entirely to Dungeons and Dragons. Whoa! They, ac- they actually play Dungeons and Dragons in one episode. Cool. It's I've- called Monsters and Mana, is what they call it, and they all have characters, and they're paladins and dwarves and etc. And they go on quests and um, yeah. So watch the new Voltron on Netflix. Would it qualify as anime? No. Sweet. All right. It it qualifies as a cartoon. Mm. I consider anime more more Japanese. Okay. I I think you piqued my interest. What do you got, Alex? Um I 
I have been playing a game called Yakuza on Xbox that is just insane and ridiculous. I enjoy it. So that, that game. Um, I'm going to go into the vault a little bit, something probably most people have seen, just uh, was watching it the other day. Casino. Great movie. Is that the one where they play 21? I don't know. That's 21. Is that the one with James Bond? No. That's, that's Casino Royale. What happens at Casino? Uh, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, Sharon Stone. Oh, the one where they work in the back and they like look at people through the cameras and try to see if they're cheating? I mean, that's a scene, but I don't think that's the that's the movie. But anyway, um, for now, we're just going to say uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody, and uh, we will see you next week. So until then, good night, Gracie. I don't know who that is.